0: Hello and welcome to Joe Blogs About Films, the weekly podcast that I've set up to chit-chat about films. Thank you for clicking on this episode. It's greatly, greatly appreciated. If you've listened to episodes one to seven already, again, thank you so much. Uh, episode seven was this week, I believe. I posted it. It was about Cruella. Uh, my thoughts on Cruella, in fact. And yeah, you can check that out. As episodes one to six also available right now. Uh, you can also catch the podcast not only on Spotify, but it is now available on Apple Podcasts and Google. I think, if that's right. I need to remind myself as well to give a shout for the for the Twitter account that I've set up as well. Um, it's just Joe Blogs films. That's the handle. I think if you search Joe Blogs about films, that should work as well. But hey, yeah, I'm pretty terrible at keeping up to date with tweeting. And uh, yeah, I, again, thank you ever so much for, for clicking on this episode because it's episode eight. And uh, this week we are talking about The Conjuring: The Devil Made Me Do It. This is the third film in the Conjuring universe. And uh, the universe itself, I'm not. Too, I mean, I know I've, I love The Conjuring One and Two. I think I watched Annabelle, and then I've not seen any since. So. I'm not too caught up on the whole universe world of The Conjuring but I very much enjoy the you know this tri- I've enjoyed this trilogy sorry um of Conjuring films so far and this one uh, is directed by Michael Chaves said uh, first two were directed by my favorite director James Wan so I was kind of interested to see What Michael Chaves would bring to this one, if he's going to kind of, you know, carry that on with, you know, carry the same aesthetic on, but with his own kind of twist, Uh, because James Wan, as I've just mentioned, there, one of my favourite directors, probably. I'd argue to say he is my favourite film director. i followed his work since seeing Saw. Um, and, yeah, I, I was kind of disappointed to know that he wasn't going to be behind The Conjuring 3. And I don't know if that's a factor as to why I've been so, like, yeah towards this one. Um, I saw the trailers for it, and I thought it could be... It's, and again, it's another it's another based on a true story situation, um, as the first two were. Uh, I very much enjoyed the second one, um, which, which, again, kind of shows just how good... James one is as a director to, to to keep you know that fear and that suspense and to make the second one almost as scary as the first one, um so yeah, I was very interested to see what Michael Chaves was going to do with this, and this film is is good. It's uh, it's not as scary as the first two. I'll, I'll go over a little bit more of it's spoiler free, so don't worry. um But it is good. It's better than what I thought it was going to be because you know, like I say, this is the first one of the Conjuring films that I've not really been too like in a rush to watch um it was only down to a friend recommendation that they saw it and said it was you know really good still a conjuring film and i think this is down to the fact i don't really watch scary films as much anymore i say this but then if you look at my podcast episode so far listeners there's obviously spiral that's been in there and a quiet place too so i need to watch something that's not going to almost caused a heart attack because some of the jumps in this film were pretty intense and and fair play to, uh, to the creative team behind it. I mean, the, they weren't as good as James Wan's scares. Um, he was very good at creating a scare from nothing. Um, These scares in The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, they're very, you know, like structured to... There's a moment, it's suspense, more suspense, there's the scare. There's nothing really kind of, oh, that that, that caught me off guard kind of thing. Um, and again, I, I'm not going to dive into too much negatives because I did really enjoy this film. Obviously, as I mentioned, uh, it is based on a true story. It's based on the trial of Arnie Johnson, also known as The Devil Made Me Do It, a case that happened um, in 1981 in which Arnie Johnson was convicted of manslaughter, but in his case, obviously, was saying that it was due to demonic possession. So, yeah, whoo, try arguing against that one. Um, but yes, the film is, is good. It's definitely the lesser of the three, I very much enjoyed how when this film starts, it was straight into some pretty insane scenes and you're just in the thick of it to start with like, holy moly, this is uh, here we go, here we go. Um, and it kind of goes off from there. When I started watching it, there's there was like a, a moment when I realized how much I love the score for the films of the conjuring. There's this like sinister drone that like kicks in at the start and it's just just constantly like on and off. And uh, it just took me straight back to being like, oh yeah, these are the Conjuring films, and even like the opening with the same kind of way that they, you know, do the exposition of what what we're gonna see, kind of thing, like oh. in and- 1981 this case happened and then all you know the conjuring writing comes up in it's bright illuminous yellow <laughs> font um it really did take me back again and i was like oh, i remember why i like these films it's the same as how i felt when a quiet place 2 kicked in because that did a similar thing with the score it starts off with the same kind of score as what we had in the first one and you're like oh yeah here we are we're in this world again so i very much enjoyed that i have to obviously before i kind of go off a little bit mention how good vera famiga is who plays uh, lorraine lorraine Warren. Um, obviously, partnered with Patrick Wilson, another brilliant actor I love him, in, uh, obviously he's in Aquaman but also the Insidious films and it's interesting, if you didn't know already, listeners that Patrick Wilson will be uh, debuting as a film director on Insidious 5 yes, that's right, there's been five Insidious films now, uh, but he'll be uh, doing uh, yeah film directing, so I'm looking forward to seeing what he does that, but that'll be another podcast for another day, um, I love seeing Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga back together again, that's what makes these Conjuring films so good it's those characters in particular, you love good characters, I love good characters, viewers love good characters, and that is why you're kind of invested in this, because it's the thing that kind of brings me back to The Conjuring films, it's not just so much because it's another demonic film um not that i've got a thing for that just you know if if back when i was watching scary films that you know the possession films have come up like the exorcist or you know the exorcism of emily rose or the last exorcism which i haven't watched that in a while but i remember very very much enjoying that um but the characters in in these conjuring films are brilliant um you know you you really really care about ed and lorraine and what they get up to and what what happens next. And, just what other crazy stuff is going to be going on? And this uh, this film's got a whole lot of crazy. Um, it really does. It's got some very, very tense sequences and some really, really good jump scares. But at the same time, you know, like I said before, they are a little bit predictable when they're going to come. So if you're worried about being too scared watching The Conjuring 3... I don't think you've got anything too much to worry about because there are moments when you're like, you like you get that tummy feeling of I oh, don't just, just just scare me now and and it does come eventually so it's not anything uh, anything like I said as what we've seen before when you you think the scare's coming it doesn't happen then it happens I don't know about five minutes later or something out of nowhere um, there's so much things I did really enjoy about this there's some really lovely moments in the film uh, with Vera Farmiga I've already mentioned how much you know, she's really, really excellent in this film. Uh, there's a particular scene, which I think was in the, in the trailer as well. You see that she's talking to a police sergeant. Some really good moments with that, like some kind of like, you know, the police sergeant questioning, are you for real kind of thing? You think you, you can... You can send spirits. You can see spirits. This, that, and the other. And there's some really good moments in that. And it kind of just there was a little bit of a light release through the film because this film's quite dark when it wants to be. Um, there's, like I say, very good scares. Um, excellent use of lighting uh, when when Arnie Johnson kind of first realizes that something's not quite right with him and that it, there's something definitely you know happening. And it's the build up to obviously the 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 manslaughter case really of him just as being possessed kind of thing. And it's really, really, really good. Uh, lighting that i thought was really clever and um yeah the the act's playing him um who played annie johnson excellent again just with this this film though it's it's the devil made me do it case but because of there's only so much non-fiction within this i mean can kind of tell when films detour away from what is actually real they say it's based on a true story but let's be honest the majority of things that happen are just there to sell tickets. I get it. It's absolutely fine to do that. You have to take a twist on certain things if if we don't know everything behind it all, especially when it comes to something like this as this is an actual case that actually happened where someone pleaded not guilty due to possession. um, There's obviously going to be things that aren't, spot on and there's only so much that you can do with that we, it'd be pretty dull if you turn up to watch the conjuring film and it was an entire film on that case uh which i can't imagine lasted very long i don't really know too much of the ins and outs of it but yeah it, it the, the, there are just moments when they like i said they detour away from it to create this other you know this whole world within this case um, that you kind of forget about the actual main thread of this Devil Made Me Do It case. There's, you know, the Arnie Johnson who's been possessed, that's been arrested for manslaughter. It's kind of figuring out why that happened or how that happens. And because of that, we're like drawn looking elsewhere at other things. And you almost forget about the main character, of to the Arnie Johnson case. And it comes back to you like, oh, yeah, this, he's still this. Um, but you know, with that, we then get to see more of Ed and Lorraine Warren and more of, obviously Patrick, that means more of Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga. And I am not going to complain about that. A little thing that I very, very much enjoy was at the start of this film, there is a cracking little nod to the exorcist, the original exorcist. There's a shot, the famous shot, I'm talking the shot on the front cover of the exorcist. There is a lovely, lovely nod to that in the, uh, in the, in the beginning of this film. And yeah, it's funny because under that note, I've wrote, I bloody love Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga." <laughs> on my notes for this film. So there you go. So yes, this is not as good as the first two. It's definitely a good film. I haven't seen any of many of the other Conjuring spin-offs. Um, so... Yeah, like it's hard for me to kind of judge and say if they're as good as... I, I'm assuming this is definitely one of the better ones because I've not really seen too many good reviews of, you know, like Annabelle 2 or I don't even know half of the other one, The Nun. I think people went to see The Nun. I, I didn't watch that one either. Um but I'm just going to stick with obviously in, in terms of ranking, obviously one, two, and three of the Conjuring. This is always, This is sadly this is the bottom of the pile. But that's not to say it's rubbish. That's not to say it's a crap film. It's not. It's definitely not boring because even when it's the slow moments, because it's these characters and because it's Ed and Lorraine and you know it's because of this case or even what they're doing you're just still invested in it even if some of the acting's a little bit what from not from patrick wilson and vera famiga but from any other you know co-stars if there's some little bit of dips in the acting they pick it back up again so fair play to them big fan of both of them i'm assuming we're going to get to see more of it and uh yeah i mean i think the film as a whole is great i think it's a good watch it was I'm really happy that it was good because like I said before I watched this film or before I even sat down to watch it I was a little bit like I'm not really too fussed like when when the film was obviously hit its initial release date obviously I'm doing this podcast a few weeks after its release date you can just kind of tell from there that I was never really like on my toes to just like go out and see it straight away Um, but it's great. It's good. It's a good watch. It's definitely, a say, it's perfectly fitted with the other two. Interested to see if they do any more. I'm all for more of Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga. So, yeah, it, that'd be great. I, I'd love more cases from Ed and, uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren. But I hope you guys, if, you, if you've enjoyed this podcast, maybe you want to go see it. If you're a fan of the Conjuring films as well, make sure you get in touch so you can have a chat about it. I am on Twitter for this podcast. I am terrible at remembering to tweet about what's coming up and when. Um, and like because I'm throwing podcasts left, right, and centre at the minute, I'm watching that much that I'm kind of forgetting what, what day I'm supposed to be putting these on. So they're kind of coming at you from all angles, these episodes. But uh, you can catch me on Twitter, is what I was originally saying. And that's Joe Blogs Films. If you just put that into Twitter, you can then find me and give it a follow. Really do appreciate you listening to this episode, uh, episode 8 of Joe Blogs About Films. The Conjuring the Devil Made Me Do It. I'm going to give it out of 10. I'm going to give it 7.5. I think it's a good watch. Very good. And yeah, nice to have Vera Farmiga and Patrick Wilson playing Ed and Lorraine Warren again. I'm all for that. If you'd like to hear me talk about anything, or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, uh, on this podcast story, then again, let me know. I'm happy to talk about any films. I'm thinking about doing another revisit. Uh, There's a few films that are coming out at the minute that I'm not, at all bothered about watching fast and furious nine really not bothered about that um there's also the hitman's wife's bodyguard which uh, just if i see it i see it so hopefully you're not expecting that podcast episode or anything like that anyways thank you for listening this has been episode a i will see you next time for more film chit chat